You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Siprep Marvel Talk. I'm your host Mike and joining me as always is Mr. Roboto himself. Right, people are going to actually start thinking that's my name. Please stop. <laughs> I, yeah, I should probably... Uh, welcome back, Rob. Thank you. I just thought at least just instead of fuck, fucking up this week, I just... You just own it. You're just going to own it. <laughs> Might as well. I'm probably going to do it anyway. Uh, welcome Hello. back, dude. Uh, and we also have uh, Bradley with us. Hello. You're looking very clean with your brand new haircut. Yes, me and you and Rob. <laughs> yes, <laughs> All three of it's us. Very, it's very nice to be out in the sunshine. And as you can see, I'm a little bit cooked. But there we go. We're going to move on from that and talk about some Marvel stuff. Uh, we're going to go straight into today's episode uh, of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five. Oh my god uh this is really starting to set things up for the finale and i'm pretty interested to see what happens next week we also get a cameo in this episode um i don't know what the i didn't look into the, the speculation for this episode i don't know if any of you guys did with regards to who people thought that cameo was going to be because i i wouldn't have been surprised if a lot of people thought that it was going to be steve rogers standing up well you did didn't you i i think it was rumored and then someone was like uh i think someone interviewed walker and he was taught he said he was went past like um chris evans in real life and they were like oh Captain America's got to be, you know, Steve Rogers has got to be in fucking Winter Soldier. Otherwise, how would they have met? You know, it's not like these people meet outside of work or anything. I think that it would have been like the most obvious choice that people thought, wouldn't it? So, yeah. But this one, I feel, is a big deal, but only if, obviously, if you read the, the Marvel comics, but then, you know, watching the episode, you're going to find out who the hell this is, and it has some pretty good ties. Um, anyway, let's start off with a bit of an episode breakdown. So, we start episode five with uh, the GRC raiding the support locations that Carly's been to. Um, and basically, uh, Sam and Bucky are benched at this point, aren't they? And then yeah. uh, we find Bucky and Sam kind of. Uh, out of nowhere, Taurus turns up with the rest of the government, and uh, Bucky kind of disappears to go find uh, his his new best friend, which may or may not be Zemo, but that's a different question for a different podcast. Um, and then we're kind of left with uh, Bucky and Sam discussing what the hell happened uh, to Falcon's wings. I feel like I've also missed a huge point on this as well, because <laughs> yeah. I... Started it on the wrong page, and I apologize. I did handwritten notes this week on a notepad, and it didn't go very well. I was yeah. just about so, to say, you missed the fight at the beginning. <laughs> the only action scene <laughs> in the episode. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so we left off last episode with Walker holding 
a bloody shield in front of everybody in public, public mm. being recorded on his phone. That's better. Um, and then we find Walker at the start of this episode basically running away. And he's basically coming to terms with what the hell he's just done. He's just beaten someone to death with Captain America's shield, aka his shield, but not for much longer. And you kind of get through this scene like expert, like flashbacks of what's kind of expected to him, I kind of thought from Lamar. So Lamar was always like, you know, the shield's got expectations, keep your head up high, sort of thing, all the way through. Yeah, he, he's kind of like, you know, you you've got this. You've been chosen to do this. You're you're a good guy. You do what you think's right, sort of thing. Like, yeah, you always have the better, like the good answers, but not this time. Um, yeah, and then off the back of that, we basically f- catch up with Bucky and Sam, and they basically confront Walker, and they're like, you know, calm down. You've you know, I feel it feels like they're trying to get through to him because he's obviously not in the right frame of mind at all at that point um and then it's just what what is it you know bucky's there going you know come on you you don't have to do it this way things are gonna go south and then walker's like i'm nothing like you but he's kind i don't know if he's worse because at least bucky didn't have a clue what he was doing it was mind control wasn't it Walker still yeah. thinks that what he's doing is right. Well, I kind of feel the 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 scene that we see a l- little bit later kind of backs that up to a degree. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Sam asks for the shield, and Walker turns on him and is like, "You know, oh, that's what it's all about." He kind of he definitely doesn't want to give up the shield at all in this. I would say this epic fight scene, which I think it was. Yeah. yeah, it was brilliant. Really good. Reminded me of like Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's kind of similar to the fight with Stark, uh, Steve, and Bucky. Yeah. Yeah. And the way Bucky, uh, not Bucky, uh, the way Sam moves, obviously, as Falcon in this one, it's probably the most fluid I think we've seen in this series with the wings. Because, you know, Walker's pretty fast. Bucky gets disabled at one point and then, like, uh, yeah, his arm that, like like has like electric coming out of it. Yeah, I think he figures out like a way to disable it because he he knocks it. I, I rewatched the scene today, but yet yeah, still didn't quite catch what happened. Um, yeah, and then obviously you get a Bucky Sam team up on Walker after Bucky loses his Falcon wings, and there's also another bit in this scene as well where I did not think within the first 10 minutes of this episode after Walker killing somebody in episode 4 with the shield that he would then try and recreate that moment with <laughs> Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What the as, hell? as he shouts, I am, Cap- I am Captain America. I kind of <laughs> wanted him to say I am Iron Man just to shits and giggles, but it would be funny. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're, at this point, I, Bucky is pretty much just like, I'm getting the shield back. I don't give a shit. You're not having it anymore, isn't he? Uh, and then they kind of team up and, you know, Walker's got the shield. His arm's kind of held out and he's like, I'm not letting go of it. But then 
between Bucky and Sam, I realized like Bucky has his freaking even though his wings are broken, he's got his like jetpack on. He he like switches it on, and you got Bucky pushing as well. Not and they basically break his arm backwards in probably one of the most brutal scenes I've seen in the MCU. I don't know. That was pretty horrific. Yeah, I don't know what you guys can say I expected them to snap his arm. <laughs> no, I don't think we've ever seen anything like that. For a second, I thought I was watching Man of Steel, but there we go. The way they like finally end the fight is cool as well. Where like Bucky has him, and he like sort of swings him, and uh, Sam flies in with the shield. Then he basically whacks him around with the shield as he flies in, and then they all end up on the floor like, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then but then Bucky sorry. Chuck, and then Bucky chucks the shield on the floor next to Sam. Yeah, that, uh, Bucky dropping that shield off. I, I guess at that point, really shows how much Steve meant to him. Which we 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 find out a lot more later later on when they're throwing the shield around. But it it just kind of shows you how much he he is kind of drawn to that shield and how he he still thinks after all this time that Steve made the right decision and that's you know he's he's kind of thrown it as his at his feet and. Yeah, I feel like he's uh, like, without saying it, don't fucking give it away next time. There you go. Well, it's like, yeah, it definitely. But he's also like, just take it up already. You know, just yeah. do it. It's what Steve wanted. Yeah. And obviously Bucky still thinks that that's the right thing to do. So, yeah. And then we've got like a horrifying image of Sam then trying to basically clean up the dried blood off the shield, which is, which is, you know, I guess Sam also looked at as, and Steve has like this symbol of doing good. And then you've got the whole shield just covered, not the whole shield, but like, nothing but the shield. Yeah. Nothing but the shield. Now, the GRC <laughs> are raiding the. F have, uh, yeah, they've raided a lot of locations. We've heard about that. Bucky leaves Sam with Torres to go find Zemo because Zemo fucked off at the end of episode four, uh, El Chapo style. And yeah, they're kind of in a position where they've got a bench. There's no lead. So whilst they wait for Carly to kind of reappear, Sam heads off with the shield to go see Isaiah Bradley and probably one of the most interesting conversations of this whole series so far. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, it was a really good scene. Like both of his Isaiah Bradley scenes have been like really heartfelt. Yeah. Heartfelt. And like he plays that emotional sort of character really well. Like it's, it's like, well, yeah, like Rob said, heartfelt It's emotional. Like, it's horrifying. It is, yeah. It's awful. So, but before we get to that, um, we got a very in another. To be honest, another really, really good character scene with uh, Walker. So Walker is on trial for the mistake he made in what was it, Sokovia? I can't remember where the hell it was before, but um, yeah, he's basically on trial, and they are revoking his right and his title of Captain America at this yeah, point. He's basically stripped of his all his military like merit and he's basically being forced to live a civilian life with none of the benefits he would have ever or he would have had otherwise. Yeah, it's absolutely brutal because like he's not getting any pension, he's not getting yeah. any severance pay. There is nothing. Everything is ripped 
straight they, out for obviously them. they tell him he's lucky not to be court-martialed so yeah because i suppose he in normal instances he would have been court-martialed but the interesting thing is it's quite funny because they're like for past achievements which if you kind of reflect back on the last episode where they were where we were talking about the medal of honor and technically that he got those medal of honors for not necessarily doing the right thing even though it was what he was told to do if that makes sense for them to be like oh you know your record last time we're going to give you the kind of all clear which doesn't really make any sense um yeah because he says i think he says in this doesn't he that he basically did everything they asked of him and did everything the way they wanted it to and played by their rules yeah so how, like how, how can you do this to me now when i've done nothing but do what you want yeah he's basically like i've de dedicated my life to you um You've told me who you want me to be. You've trained me to be this way, and I followed the audio orders and all the rest of it. And then when things go south, they're just dropping him. At the end of the day, I think the only reason they they're getting rid of him is because it was so public. If it had been on the sly, he would have been out. I think he would have gotten away with it. But because it was so public, I don't know what you think, Rob. Yeah, hundred percent. I just want to say that his performance in that. Seems amazing. Yeah, because I don't think he was wrong. I don't think anything he said in that court court scene you can argue with. And I, I, I was talking to my wife earlier, and I was like, the the problem. I, I think the huge difference between Walker and Steve Rogers as Captain America, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. This is just my perspective. But you've got someone who's been in the military for years. He has been trained and taught to think a certain way. He's been rewarded for it. And all the rest of it. Whereas, if you kind of cut back to Steve, Steve wasn't really a military person, like though, or at least not to me, not the way I think of him. Hey, he was like, like a he, scrawny, beat down kid. Well, he was, but he spent ages trying to get into the military, but the, it wasn't the proper military. And then he went from like one thing to another. I know he did like a load of tours as um once you know he he rescued all the POWs and all the rest of it. And brought people back to kind of it was like a montage or something, but he kind of does like basic training. Then they turn him into Captain America, and but he's not doing that after almost like a life life's worth of service for the military and then being turned and keeping his core values. If you know what I mean. But I feel like World War Two military man is very different to a modern military man. Yeah. I, I yeah, from a mental yeah, mental capacity yeah. Well, no, just training. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that as well. No, I was just thinking like obviously the mental effects are going to be completely different. But yeah, training as well. Yeah, uh, I, and then he goes on before walking out of the trial. He's like, "You built me," which kind of I feel like ref you know goes back to that idea that. The government, the government want a soldier to be like this, then all of a sudden don't. He's like, what? Why? Why am I wrong? Like I, and then, and they don't want to listen to him either when he's trying to talk about Lamar, which is the other crazy thing. Anyway, yeah, and they strip him of being Captain America, obviously. Yeah, to which he uh, says again, "I am Captain America," which I think he is a theme running through this whole episode where he keeps telling himself that he is, yeah, Captain America. I think because he's got to the point where he's spent so many episodes trying to believe that he is, 
or to try and live up to that mantle. So now he has the super serum. He's like, well, I am Captain America because I'm like, obviously, almost like they have the super soldier serum and all the rest of this. And yeah. he's trying to be the value and all the values and all the rest of it. Anyway, moving on. Walker's outside the trial uh, and basically gets interrupted by a lady known as. I can't remember what her name Val. is off the top of my head. Val. But don't call her Val. No. Just remember Contessa it Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Otherwise known as Robert. Madame Hydra. Yes. Uh, so basically it looks like Hydra's coming back into the mix. Or is she working for somebody else? Now Hydra's obviously open. Uh, not open, but is she, is she not like a successor to Robert Redford's character. I guess we don't know yet, but there is a good chance that Why that not? could happen. I don't, I don't know. It depends which <laughs> way they take it. Like you could look to the comics as much as you want, and Marvel will go the complete op- opposite direction for the cinematic universe. It's happened so many times before. Will we see a revival of Hydra? I would not be surprised. Or maybe just a separate terrorist group. I guess. But you know, there's we, no way she's not coming back because you don't get Julia Louis-Dreyfus for a cameo, no. surely. They, they've set her up for bigger and better things, so well, I'm sure we'll see her more yeah. in the future. Whether that's another season of this or into the film. But it, it, don't know. Well, the other thing as well, I've seen a few people um, say that she could be setting up the, the Thunderbolts. Which is the villain? It's kind of like the suicide. My writing thing is like the Suicide Squad of the Marvel Universe, because I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure, pretty sure they have. Who's in the Thunderbolts? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. The only one I can think of is Red Hulk, which is the the is it the Colonel? Yeah, it's General Ross. Yeah, General Ross, not Colonel. Uh, the Punisher and a load of other people that I can't remember off. I think Venom as well. But there's no way Venom's going to be in it. Anyway. Oh, Zemo runs them at one point as well. Yeah, that was. Yeah, it could have been that I saw. Yeah. Could be Zemo as well. I guess we'll see. Because, you know, he's disappeared, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, but yeah, Val turns up and basically says, You did the right thing by taking the serum. Says, Next best thing. Is to wait for her to phone um, Walker and don't worry about the shield, which is quite interesting because it doesn't actually belong to the government. It probably still belongs to the Starks, but a bit of a gray area, as she says. Okay, and then we kind of move on and find out that Carly's gone back to where the GRC are doing raids on her supporters, and she's seen all the repercussions and all the rest of it, and basically says the movement is ready which is kind of the start of her path towards the end, I guess. I don't know what you feel about the Flag Smashers, because at this point, they haven't really done a lot, have they? They blew up a couple of buildings, didn't they? Yeah. They got benched this episode until the end, pretty much. Yeah. I feel like the end kind of picks up. Sorry, One of them pushed down a lamppost. (laughs) Remember that bit. I think they opened really strong in that first episode. They are, they are really strong. They are super literally, soldiers, so Yeah, literally. Uh, and then Bucky catches up with Zemo, 
back in Sokovia. Does anybody know what the monument he was at? He, I he guess it's like, something to do with the disaster from... Oh, the Sokovia Avengers. monument. I, I guess, yeah. Monument. I guess. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's a good point. Um, I, I don't know what you guys thought. It was quite funny when Zemo was like, I will not kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bucky pulls a gun out. <laughs> uh, Bucky's like, imagine my relief. Uh, yeah. It, it's quite interesting because it's almost as if Bucky was like, I need to kill you. But then had no black, like had no bullets in there, and through it's, I don't know, I don't know what he was really expecting at that point. Mm. Don't, don't know. He's, he's, <sighs> I don't know because I, I guess maybe it's just part of his own, not redemption, but like road to recovery to like not just murder this man despite what he's done. Yeah. And to just because obviously the Dora Milaje come and they they taken him to the raft to basically be put there. So, which is the same place from Civil War, isn't it? Where all yes. the Avengers get put. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we will see Zemo and his sweet dance moves at some point in the future. Whether we see him next episode or not, I I feel like that's kind of tied off now, and we won't see the Wakandans and Zemo. That's kind of yeah. done now. Which is pretty good. Okay, so sorry, we t- we catch up with Sam, and he's trying to understand why Isaiah I- Isaiah was never accepted, um, and why he couldn't have been cap- like the next Captain America at this point. Yeah, so he goes to see him again, and he's, he's taken the shield to him. Basically, he wants to understand why. He never why he was put in jail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Why? What happened? Happened, basically. Yeah, he finds out his wife's died whilst obviously he was in jail. Um, because and even worse is the, f- the fact that she was told that he was dead the whole time, and every single letter that she wrote and sent to him was was held back. Which yeah. is absolutely horrifying that he, he basically never had, had communication. Sorry. No, sorry. He basically had his whole history and life erased, so he just basically yeah. didn't exist yeah. anymore. And uh, yeah, then he goes on to say, "I've had the quote here somewhere." He said, "But they've been doing that for five hundred years." Yeah, basically. And then he says, so "Like if there will never be a cap- black Captain America, you can't pledge an allegiance to that sort of." thing and any self-respecting black man would never want to take up the mantle anyway because of what's happened what's been yeah what's happened in the past which i kind of understand why you wouldn't want to pledge allegiance to something because that's your symbol but what is it it kind of going back to the, the last episode what has it ever done for you sort of thing if it's nothing but pain and suffering then why would you want to be why would you want to front that I found it interesting the reason why he got put into prison as well. Yes. Reflects pretty much what Steve Rogers does and doesn't get put in prison, you know? Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. even think about that, actually. Yeah, because Steve basically goes and saves, uh, what, 400 people from a Hydra camp, I think, off the top of my head. Isaiah goes and saves 30 people who are obviously his comrades that he'd been that had been experimented on with him. And they throw him in jail. They ex- they experiment, experiment him, 
on him for 30 years, they stop, they like Brad said, erases history, stop communication. It's it's yeah, it's horrifying. It's ten times worse. Um definitely not treated the same at all, and it's wrong. So I can understand his hatred of Steve Rogers and the shield and all the rest of it. Yeah. So Sam kind of apologizes and says, uh, we need to tell people. And Isaiah says he would probably be dead the minute his story got out. Cause obviously the government want to keep it quiet. Um, and then we catch up with Sam who kind of after, after his meeting with, um, Isaiah kind of heads home, doesn't he, at this point, to try and figure out what the hell is going on. So we see Sam fixing the fishing nets with his nephews and finds out that his sister Sarah is not still on the boat. And uh, whilst he needs to think things over, calls in a few favours from, what, pretty much the entire neighbourhood by the sounds of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good scene. Yeah. It's, it's um, a good little, like, it's a good, like... Yeah, it was a good scene where they all come and they will help rebuild the boat because basically they all owe favors to their parents. I've been a bit iffy on like I I've liked the the human side of Sam and obviously he's he's an Avenger and he's got to deal with all the bad guys, but then he's got to deal with all the shit at home. But I don't know about you guys this 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 whole scene, this whole part here, literally feels like it's just bonding between Bucky and Sam because Bucky turns up after the whole conversation with Zemo to basically hand over as he's done hand over an, um, an item to Sam because he's asked the Wakandans for a favor which we'll get to in a minute um, but yeah they set to, set about together to kind of fix the boat and uh, yeah it's to me it's just a really good bonding moment between these two guys like that hate each other at the beginning of this series the fixing the boat montage. It was pretty much that. <laughs> it was a good montage. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did like that um, Bucky was kind of flirting with Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Pissing Sam off. <laughs> I love like Sam giving him the freaking stink eye and then saying, oh, you can stick around, but don't flirt with my sister sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... After this, we kind of head back to Walker, who has gone to see Lamar's uh, parents. And he's kind of explaining, obviously, what happened how, and how he's avenged his death. But in the process, um, lies to the parents because he says, I've, you know, this was the guy, the guy I killed, the guy I got in trouble for is the person that killed your son. And I don't know if you called it like the sister in the background was giving him the stink eye. She was like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, she definitely didn't believe him. Yeah, she didn't believe him. But the, the interesting thing was, is Walker lying to himself in this scene? And, and he's like believing that all the flag smashers are at fault for it. Or is he lying to the parents um, to kind of give closure? Or he's deluding and generally thinks that. Yeah, I think it could be like a. I think it could be a bit of both. I yeah. think it could be like Rob said that, but I think he's also given them closure. But that at that moment, he in his head is probably thinking, "I'm going to have to go kill this woman that has done this." 
Yeah. Otherwise, no. he's lo- yeah. It's it's yeah. setting it up, isn't it? Yeah. It's setting him up to basically take take arms and go after Carly again. Uh. Anyway. Very very quick scene we get with Sharon out of nowhere, literally two minutes. She's on the phone to someone. Is it Bartrock? We don't know, but she's asking. Uh, she'll, she's basically saying, "I'll pay double for you to, by the sounds of it, assassinate someone potentially." Or yeah, get it sounded like the French dude that Carly was talking to later on. Yeah, yeah, because he was swearing and that and all the rest of it, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah. Um, come on, she's the power worker, right? I'd be surprised if she's not. If, if, if anybody gets sideswiped by this, I'm going to be absolutely amazed because it's. I feel like it's been there since she's turned up. Anyway. Uh. Okay. So we catch up with. I don't remember what the hell happened. No. We get the Captain America training montage. Yes, Sam. Well, Sam yes. Bucky have a heartfelt conversation first, and then he goes, and then. Captain yeah, America, so fuck yeah. Bucky, Bucky, they're throwing the shield against the tree, aren't they? Like bouncing it back and catching it and just like chatting. And Bucky essentially forgives Sam for giving up the shield. So like basically, like, I understand why you did it. Like, I'm sorry for being a dick, basically. Yeah, because it's not, he didn't understand the consequence, consequences of a black man taking up the shield. It had yeah. a lot more thought to it than just oh i'm gonna be the next captain captain america now the the other thing is the way they kind of flip it and um sam basically starts trauma counseling bucky yeah which yeah, is he he basically tells him to stop looking to others to tell you who, who you are and just yourself sort of thing yeah go go and see one of the people off your list and try and like and make it up to them instead of instead of looking at the list of a whole just take it one step at a time sort of thing also stop avenging so let's be honest i'm pretty sure he's going to go back to the dude in the, in the beginning of the series uh the guy's dad who he, he obviously he killed his son i La- think he's larry gonna... wasn't his name larry yuri yuri no was it i can't remember. yeah i think it was yuri i think you're right um, I can't remember because it was a couple of episodes, a few episodes back. Um, but I think he's going to go back and he's going to be honest. I, we'll see. I guess next week. Yeah. And then obviously, like uh, Rob said, cut to two things that make Captain America great: running and throwing <laughs> shields. It is the best. I did think. I did think. Um... That Sam looks buffer in this episode than previous episodes. I don't know, it was just me. Looked like he'd been. Maybe he dehydrated in the, himself. In the, in the gym. Oh. It's a good training montage, though. Doing his running press ups. There are a couple of <laughs> bits where you can tell it's not him. I was going to say, it's definitely not him doing that flip, is it? No. No. Not at all. His that, legs get yeah. a lot skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> and he seems to be taller for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, just before they kind of leave that scene as well, the 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 banter between Bucky and Sam at that point, obviously you've had the whole boat thing. They've had the counseling talk. The best friends now? Slash teammates, maybe not teammates, maybe just two guys that walk 
down the same road together. Yeah. Professionals. Yeah. Professionals. Professionals. <laughs> Similar associates. But drink Heineken, because I'm pretty sure it was Heineken. <laughs> it was. Yeah. And we get uh, we did get that sweet scene of uh, Bucky for no reason slow motion at one point on the boat. Oh, yeah. What that was about. <laughs> Uh, and then I think that's it. Doesn't um, oh sorry, we we get Carly. I think we get a scene with Carly, don't we? Uh, so she's basically starting to set up her plan for the final episode, where she's triggering. Um, what, what I trying to think? They go to is. a GRC meeting where they're voting to send the refugees back to their home countries, basically. Yeah, she wants to stop the meeting, but she's stopping it by basically getting her supporters to now become the her army, isn't it? So she kind yeah. of sends like a message out um, and bring, you know, people start getting messages on their phone. And it's, it's like Hydra. You're activating these people. Um, and there's cells. another Hydra... Yeah, sleeper cells. But you're, th there's also another hy Hydra style moment. I don't know if either of you guys caught it or not. But um, obviously, they're trying to stop the the GRC meeting. So then it cuts to the GRC meeting. They're arguing, you know, where they're going to send the refugees and all the rest of it. And then this dude turns up that you see in the park, like because they cut to him on purpose, so that you see him in the next shot in the GRC meeting. And the the two dudes go up to each other and they're like. One world, one people. Oh, which is yeah, very yeah. much yeah. Hail Hydra. And I was like, yeah. oh, damn. That's pretty cool. Rob, you're right. You're looking confused. Yeah, I just vaguely don't remember this scene. I, I think it was just one of those things. If you could have blinked, they were trying to stop a vote, weren't they? And then and they were yeah. trying to, and they were like, there's no point in voting in the yeah. meeting or something i remember that bit yeah and then I, it looks like they lose communication and everything goes to kind of like a everything, goes, everything goes red yeah and then yeah and then torres uh obviously like sam know because he's been chasing up carly and all the rest of it and at this it's at this point that sam opens gets, the briefcase wow he goes what's in the box it's <laughs> a no, loot crate it's a new skin you see like a flash of red so what do what what do we all think's in the box? It's gotta be a new suit, dude. Yes, but is it a Falcon suit or is it the Falcon slash um Captain America? Captain suit? American. I hope it's that. It's gotta be. I, I reckon it's Falcon Captain America suit. Made with Vibranium? Yeah, because yeah, it'll be vibranium, yeah. And he's gonna beat the shit out of Walker next episode. I hope so. Ah, <laughs> oh, just hope Sam. Well, obviously, I would assume Sam's of, gonna make it through. He's gonna have loads of cool Wakandan gadgets, like phaser beams and stuff. The only thing I'd be worried about anything Wakandan is like they're gonna like just have a failsafe in there now. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't trust them. What if yeah, but. What if they went Sam, bad? Sam wasn't a Hydra dude. No, oh, yeah, like, true. Uh, no. Jimmy's like, nah, he's flying. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Just press a button, his wings fall off. Throws <laughs> yeah, that. Um, and then finally, Rob, I know you, you watched this post credit scene. What happens in the post credit scene? Um, John Walker apparently is an amateur metal worker and is uh, making 
a new shield out of old bits of metal. In his carriage. In his carriage. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a dustbin, he's got the paint cans. You might want to make it. a few, because that's going to break quite quickly. <laughs> oh. He's also he, putting his old he, medals and stuff on it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. As soon as he chucks it into a wall, it's just going to yeah. shatter. <laughs> so I think also spoilers. Um, obviously, this whole episode is spoilers, but um, for those that you don't know, this, this seems like he is finally going to be the villain that we all know as US agent, I believe, in the comics. Yeah. And whether he will have his full scrap costume by next episode, I guess we'll find out. But if it, if it looks as good as his Captain America costume, I'm going to be very, very shocked. Because <laughs> there's no way you could make that out of scraps in your basement or wherever. I Do you think not. his storyline will end in the last episode or do you think he'll sort of get a beat in and then he'll get a call from Val and then that'll be for later on and the flag smashers will be the main thing in the last episode if Marvel do one good thing it's killing off villains that are good true so he's gonna, <laughs> so he's gonna die so, so he's dead <laughs> so he's probably gonna die or go and, to prison and we'll have Carly in one of the films oh no do you think Carly's going to die next episode? Or do you think Sam's going to kind of... Arrest her. Like, do yeah, the right but thing, because th he's a good man. I think they're going to have that conversation, aren't they? Because Zemo, in this episode, is basically like, Carly's gone too far, you need to take her down before she tell does... What, I'll tell you what he's not going to do, is smash her head off with the shield. Uh, I guess we'll find out next episode. <laughs> Are we expecting more blood on the shield next episode? Maybe Walker's Iron Shield. Or if aluminium, that, whatever the aluminium. fuck he's got. <laughs> his dustbin lid. Tony Stark in his basement. Bloody hell. <laughs> It'll be like Rob's shield he made for your uh, <laughs> stack day. That was a good shield. Made of cardboard. Until he Captain America did and lost it. Someone stole it, I reckon. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, um, overall, I th like me personally, I, th I think this is honestly... It's not really a filler app. I know there's not as much action. I know you got like the first 10 minutes on the rest of it, but it's a good character app. And it's kind of like you're leading up to the last episode. You're closing things. You're, you're kind of ending story threads. You're, you're finalizing story threads. Like the fight with the flag smashers is about to go down next week. You've got Bucky's sorted his bloody family troubles now. Wakandans and Zemo have buggered off now. So we ain't, we ain't going to see anything from them. No. Uh, how much we see of Sharon next week is going to be interesting. Or is she going to be like a futuristic, uh, future bad person in the film? I guess we'll, we'll find out. I can't imagine they're going to wrap up all of it. Like something's got to carry over, surely. Might be an extra long episode. An yeah. hour and a half feature length episode. This episode was 60 minutes, obviously no. including credits, but it was almost an hour. I watched it today. Yeah. It was the like mid part of it with Sam, and that was quite a big portion of it. Yeah, not that it, that was a bad thing. It was it was good, but no, it's. I mean, I think Rob said like not a lot really happens. Not a lot really happens in this episode, but there's a lot of things in those kind of small moments. Like, yeah, the... I think it makes sense because 
three and four were quite action heavy mm. to then have a bit of action and then a more character driven before the finale sort of episode. I think it needs to though. Like you need your, it, it, but it's kind of like that with any film. You watch a film that is action oriented. You know, you want all your action at the beginning to kind of throw you into the film. Have like your what do they call? You know, have all your story point like where yeah, they're they, going. They, all the rest they of definitely lead. like filmed it as a film and just spit it into six episodes, didn't they? Essentially, right? yeah. You, I think you could make this into a film, but the pro- the problem is you wouldn't have had obviously all the key character m- moments, but all the stuff with Isaiah Bradley would just be completely thrown out. And um, the conversations with Carly, you would just have the fight scenes. There would be no detail. No, there's no detail. I think that that's the difference between this show and, and having a Marvel film of this, which I think is a huge difference. Um, and I've enjoyed it so far. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next episode. One episode left. And that is it for this series. Anyway, that is, uh, before I go, anyway, uh, you guys' thoughts, that I gave my thoughts on this episode, sorry. I actually think this is the strongest episode so far. Yeah? Yeah. Any reasons at all? Or? I just really liked it, really enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, Brad? Yeah, it's certainly up there as one of the best episodes of the series so far. Like you said, it's it's not action heavy, but it, all the char- the characters are so good in this that it doesn't matter. I'm just a sucker like, for a montage, I guess. <laughs> if we don't see Sam and Bucky uh, out at sea at the end of the next <laughs> episode, <laughs> oh, they've got sad. him, haven't they? That's how they're going to end it. Them sailing otherwise... away into sunset with a bottle of Heineken. Because <laughs> otherwise, fixing that boat was completely po- pointless. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, that's it from us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Obviously, these are our thoughts on this week's episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Let us know what you think, um, obviously, of this episode. Let us know uh, either on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can find us at Sitrep Happy Hour in all those places. And make sure to check out the Mash Those Buttons website at mashthosebuttons.com and all the other web- uh, podcasts on that site. Sorry, I'm really tired. Anyway, we'll leave you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord.